The Tapper Teacher Training is an annual retreat for homeschooling parents, a live in-person gathering that brings together heart-centered homeschoolers from all over the world for hands-on learning, community, connection, and fun. And I'd love to see you at Taproot 2024. We'll gather August 1st through 4th at a camp in Northeastern Ohio for a long weekend of engaging workshops, hiking and yoga, and personal reflection. Taproot gives everyone a chance to experience and practice singing, painting, and building main lessons in order to foster a deeper understanding of the hands-on, Waldorf-inspired approach. A team of experienced homeschoolers offer guidance rooted in each of their family's life to help bring you more joy to yours. This is our 18th year of offering this amazing experience. You can learn more at artofhomeschooling.com slash taproot2024. You're listening to the Art of Homeschooling podcast, where we help parents cultivate creativity and connection at home. I'm your host, Jean Miller, and here on this podcast, you'll find stories and inspiration to bring you the confidence you need to make homeschooling work for your family. Let's begin. Well, hey there, my friend, and welcome to episode 38 How to Feel Better as a homeschooling parent. Oh, this is such an important topic, in my opinion, because it really affects our children, our families, our the whole world, really. We want to feel better about this incredibly important work that we're doing in the world. So let's dive in. I've talked to hundreds of homeschooling parents over the years, And you know what? (laughs) Every one of them, including myself, sometimes feels inadequate. We sometimes wonder if we're doing enough or even if we are enough. We sometimes feel like we're trying so hard, we're working so hard, but that no one is appreciating our efforts. And we sometimes even wonder if this homeschooling thing is a good idea at all, or if it's the right choice for our children. So today, I want to talk about how to feel better as a homeschooling parent, because we all deserve to feel good, right, each and every day. And it starts with recognizing that whatever we're feeling is okay. (laughs) And knowing that we can change those feelings by first accepting them and then deciding to shift our thoughts about our specific circumstances. So I'm going to share seven strategies for feeling better 
as a homeschooling parent. So I'll tell you the strategies first, and then I'll I'll give a little explanation of each one with maybe some examples, okay? So here we go. Number one, be more kind and gentle with ourselves. It's the first way to feel better. Number two, give equal airtime for positive thoughts um, equal to the negative ones that we have running through our heads. Number three, accept our circumstances and stop resisting. Number four, get to know our feelings about our kids, about ourselves, our partners, and homeschooling. Number five, recognize that our children benefit from seeing us striving. Number six, know that we cannot control others. We can only control our own thoughts, feelings, and actions. And number seven, accept that our children are on their own path and we're here to walk alongside them, to guide them, and then launch them into the world. All right, so let's talk about each of these strategies one at a time. The first one, be more kind and gentle with ourselves. This is a big one, I think, for many of us. Uh, I know I sometimes realize, like it just is going on without my even realizing it. I have these kind of old tapes, they might call that you might refer to them as running through my head, right? Self-criticism. Why is it that we expect to create a perfect plan, bring exciting lessons each and every day, and have children respond with, oh, thank you so much, mom, for all you do for me and for our family? Ha. <laughs> That's not realistic, is it? So let's instead have our starting point be that we're all human, right? We're all humans having a human experience and being kind and gentle to ourselves is a really good idea, especially uh, because we can't control how other people treat us, right? So we are the ones who want to be offering ourselves compassion and care. Raising little humans is a big job. It's a constant job. And so let's honor ourselves by um, being kind and, and recognizing that we are the ones who are stepping up to take this on. That's a big thing to be grateful to ourselves for. So let's be more kind and gentle to ourselves on a daily basis. All right. The second one is give equal airtime for positive thoughts as the negative ones. (laughs) So our brains are wired, right, to scan the environment for trouble. That's how our brains were created. And it's a natural survival mechanism, right? One that kept our ancestors alive long ago. But these days, there are no giant beasts that we need to watch out for or run away from, except that our brains are still wired for this. 
So here's something that I find fascinating, and I've been thinking a lot about this lately. Our brains cannot tell the difference between physical pain and emotional pain. So the end result is that we're often stuck in these negative thought loops that have to do with our emotions. We're worried about our kids, uh, about our homeschooling accomplishments or lack thereof. And we're wondering what's wrong with us. Why can't we do what it looks like all these other homeschooling moms are doing out there? Just so many thoughts of comparison and uh, wondering why we're not doing a better job. So, okay, these are our thoughts sometimes. But what if we gave equal space in our heads for thoughts like, this is exactly what homeschooling should look like? Or um, if you can't get there yet, right, maybe you might be able to just ask yourself, what if this is exactly where we're supposed to be? Or perhaps... um, What if this particular child, like if you're focused on worried about a particular child, what if this child's struggles are part of her or his journey and nothing's gone wrong here? Oh my gosh, that would be a relief, wouldn't it? So giving equal airtime for positive thoughts and negative thoughts, right? It takes some conscious intention. It takes some conscious effort on our part, but it can make a huge difference in how we feel about our homeschool. All right. Number three, accept our circumstances and stop resisting. Oh my gosh. I think we spend a lot more time resisting than we realize. Um, We really, what we our aim is um, to be to come from a place of love and acceptance. When we resist, right? When we resist feeling a certain way in particular, like we are resisting feeling frustrated over a whiny child or a lack of enthusiasm, right, on their part. When we resist that, we we and wish that it would just go away or try to pretend that we're not frustrated when when we are, that feeling rather than going away, it actually grows. But if we accept the feeling, and trace it back to our thoughts, which are usually related to how we think things should be, then we can really truly begin to accept. So here's an example. Have you ever felt frustrated or even defeated because one of your kids is whining and complaining when you ask them maybe like to write something, to write a summary of a story or an event Um, into their main lesson book or even, you know, just on a piece of paper. You're asking them to write and you think, and they resist, right? And your thought is, oh, why does this always happen? And the truth is that when we do that, we're just over and over again accumulating evidence that this situation is frustrating because that's all we can see. We just, oh, it's happening again. Oh my gosh, look at that. And um, and that 
And then we're thinking it's always going to be frustrating and we're accumulating evidence that it is always frustrating. But instead, if we accepted that our child is going to respond this way sometimes, um, it can really shift things. So what if we thought, oh, okay, tomorrow when I ask my child to write a summary, they're probably going to say, why do I have to do this? (laughs) And then what we might say um, is to ourselves is, yeah, eight-year-old boys do that sometimes. Like, what if that were our position? And uh, and we might be able to say to ourselves, um, I mean, then in the moment, we might be able to come up with some creative solution and say something like, okay, well, today, let's let's write a little dialogue between two of the characters together. Uh, and then you can copy that into your book. So do you see how acceptance can shift things, but resistance actually uh, keeps it going? Uh, Acceptance gives us more room to be creative, to come up with some new approach, and uh, to help get us unstuck. So accepting our circumstances and uh, stopping that resistance can make a huge difference in how we feel about homeschooling. All right, number four, let's get to know our feelings more, right? About our kids, ourselves, and our partners and homeschooling. And just be curious, like just be curious rather than judging ourselves so harshly. We, I think we want to recognize that we have feelings and that it's not our job to try to be positive all of the time, right? Yeah, we're going to get frustrated. So if we can hold that frustration um, kind of more loosely and at a little bit of a distance, then we can just say, yeah, we're this is a normal human response. I'm feeling frustrated by this, but let's try something new, right? And here's all this really requires. It requires us to be totally honest with ourselves. And it requires us to be willing to accept any and all emotions, all thoughts and feelings that come our way rather than resisting them or pushing them away. So let's just get to know ourselves better. One of my, I say three prayers in the morning when I wake up, and one of them is, please help me accept all emotions that come my way today. All of them. I'm willing. I'm open. Here we go. (laughs) All right. Number five, recognize that our children benefit from seeing us striving. Oh my gosh, this is a big one. We don't have to get it right 100% of the time. So I'm not suggesting that you lower the bar, right, on your ambitions or your expectations. But what I am suggesting is that you recognize you have value, period, just for being you. We all do, each and every one of us. We all have inherent value no matter what we do or what we say or what we accomplish. And as humans... Sometimes things we try go well, and sometimes they don't. (laughs) Let's just embrace that, right? That's the human experience. But we're here for all the learning, right? 
it's not just our children we're learning too. And in fact, we're on our own journey. We're on our own journey of lifelong learning and our children benefit from seeing that, from seeing us actually model making mistakes and embracing them as learning opportunities. Oh my gosh, this has been something that's so hard for me because I don't want other people to see me making mistakes, even my own children. And it's something that I've really, um, I've really consciously needed and wanted to work on. So let's recognize that our children benefit from seeing us striving. All right, number six, sixth way to feel better as a homeschooling parent. Know that we cannot control others. We can only control our own thoughts, feelings, and actions. So I like to call this the thinking, feeling, willing work of being an adult, right? It's it sometimes is referred to as inner work. And I know for a fact that most of us wish we couldn't control others, right? Wouldn't it be great if everyone just did what we suggested without any questioning or resistance or dragging their feet? But that's not how it works. So instead, let's do our own work, right? The inner work of, uh, of looking at our own thoughts and feelings that inform our actions and strengthening ourselves from the inside, because that's really all we can do anyway. <laughs> when, when we think otherwise, we're just fooling ourselves. So let's uh, accept that the most important work we can do is work on our own thoughts and feelings and actions. All right, last one, the seventh way to feel better as a homeschooling parent is to accept that our children are on their own path. Whoa, I think we know, I know we know this on some level, right? But then we we give birth to these little beings who need us so much and then the, it's it it's hard to gradually over through the years let go a little more and a little more but when we can accept that our children are on the on their own path we can recognize that really we are here to walk alongside them to guide them and then to uh set them free out into the world right launch them on their own uh lifelong journeys I remember when our oldest was getting ready to think about college, and I just couldn't believe that this was how parenting was supposed to work, that that we sacrifice and serve and strive for so many years, and then they leave. I remember thinking, why didn't anybody ever tell me this? Because it's not easy, right? It's a heart-wrenching uh, uh experience to let our children go. But really, that is the plan. And each of our children is on their own path. And I think the sooner that we can recognize this, the the more freedom actually we will feel. I often say that one of the things I love so much about holistic homeschooling is that we get to help our children discover their unique gifts and then um, encourage them to go out and share those gifts with the world. And that's really our goal. It's, it's, um, it's a beautiful 
a beautiful goal, a beautiful aim. It reminds me of a poem that I want to share with you called On Children by Khalil Gibran, and uh, it goes like this. Your children are not your children. They are the sons and daughters of life's longing for itself. They come through you, but not from you. And though they are with you, yet they belong not to you. You may give them your love, but not your thoughts, for they have their own thoughts. You may house their bodies, but not their souls, for their souls dwell in the house of tomorrow, which you cannot visit, not even in your dreams. You may strive to be like them, but seek not to make them like you. Oh, what a beautiful poem. It's a great reminder that we're all on a journey, each and every one of us. And while this on this homeschooling journey, we can find ways to feel better, right? To feel better about ourselves along the way. I hope truly hope that you've enjoyed these seven strategies I shared with you today for how to feel better as a homeschooling parent. And if you're interested in exploring these these approaches further, these ideas further, then come join uh, the Homeschool with Waldorf community where we have lots of conversations about the striving, about being kinder to ourselves, about accepting our children for who they are. We have three to four coaching calls every month where you can ask questions and get advice from me and other homeschooling parents. And inside this membership, we also have uh, lots of masterclasses to help you learn about specific homeschooling strategies for different subjects, different subject areas, different topics, the art of teaching, nourishing ourselves, um, all kinds, like it's a holistic approach to homeschooling. Uh, And it can really help you feel better, right, about the work that you're doing. So you can find all the details at artofhomeschooling.com slash homeschool with Waldorf. So remember this, let's be more kind to ourselves so that we can feel better while on this homeschooling journey. If you want to see in print these seven strategies, you can go to the show notes for this episode, which can be found at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode 38. That's all for today, my friend. But here's what I want you to remember. Rather than perfection, let's focus on connection. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Art of Homeschooling podcast. Mm-hmm.